Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what do you think? What is it called? 
tell you that the future of your planet is at stake. We have to ask you to try to stay calm, and it's important for everyone not to panic. I am authorized to assure you that so far there is no reasonable cause for alarm. We work for a highly funded yet unofficial government agency. Our mission is to monitor extraterrestrial activity on Earth. We are the men in black. You know what the difference is between you and me? I make this look good. What's happening, what's happening, what's happening? You know what it is. Once again, once again, once again, you are now rocking with the best. This is Coach Kair, and whoo, it's getting ready to go down once again. This will be six years in a row, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, six years in a row. You see the Super Bowl, then you have to come and check out Coach K and Sister Myra, and let's decode this whole thing and be like, what's up? What happened? What's, we want to know the science behind what we just saw. So every year, like, I guess we go all the way back to the Panthers game of the energy that's displaced through the Super Bowl. Because, you know, every team is after some energetic type of symbolism, right? And we get a message. And then we see the message of what is being played out on that scale, and then we can apply it to our daily lives. Well, there's nobody better than Sister Myra at decoding Super Bowls. So uh, we saw a lot of stuff, right? We saw both of them had records of 14 and 4. Then we moved the hyphen. That's 144, 144. Uh, then you have the returning champs, the Hawks, which are the hey rules against the system, the Patriots, right? Um, we saw what happened last time. The Patriots were here and all of that. If you haven't seen a Sister Myra Super Bowl show or haven't heard one on Blog Talk, you missing out. So you need to go back, check that as soon as possible, or after this show, of course, because this one's going to get you tuned in so you can zoom in so you be like, oh, okay, I see this is what the energy is, right? So... I'm not even going to keep on holding y'all up. I got to give y'all, y'all got to get ready to put y'all hands together for my mama. Listen, she taught me astrology. Well, she took my astrology game to the next level. I was, I was trying to study and then she took that to the next level. And then she took my energy game to the next level and just opened my eyes to really be able to see things as they really were and take out my own bias views and, the reward energetically and financially and mentally and spiritually has been just over the top. Um, y'all know her worldwide. She's got her own YouTube channel. Just just type in Sister Myra, S-I-S-T-A-R-M-Y-R-A-H. You can type in Big Mama Universe. Type in Sister Myra Michael Jackson. Type in Sister Myra O.J. Simpson. Type in Sister Myra, uh, type in Sister Myra Big Mama Magic. And let her just explain how this whole thing is just, just just, where you fit from a whole perspective that you haven't really seen yet. Now, if you are biased and you're not into the energy work, it's, she might not be the one for you. But if you want the real deal right up in your face, 
this is exactly who you need to go to. So, uh, without further ado, y'all need to put y'all's hands together, get up on your feet, stomp your feet for my mama. I think the night we might not even call her Sister Myra. We was out just voting the other day. I had somebody call me and say she's supposed to be Master Myra. She ain't supposed to be Sister Myra. She's supposed to be the Big Mama or Master Myra because, like, she's on a whole nother level and it's been that way for a long, 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 long time. But y'all get on y'all feet, put y'all hands together for us, Sister. It's awesome, baby! Mama, what's happening with you? Hello? I can't. Sister Myra, press one, please. I thought she was on the line. I'm looking at your phone number. You might be on mute. Hello, hello, hello? Hold on. Let me check right quick. Y'all just hold on one second. Well, hey, something's getting ready to happen. Sister Myra, you might have to hang up and then uh, and then call back. Okay, that's what she did. So y'all just get ready, man. Like, once again, I'm just going to let y'all know she already hung up, so she'll be calling right back in. Uh, this, this is how we do it. Get your pen and your pad. This is not regular entertainment, okay? This is like, and we're in a Mercury retrograde, so it's not even a surprise that she wouldn't be able to just Hop back on the call like that, but don't go nowhere. I need everybody to go to Twitter right now or go to Facebook and just type in CoachKRadio.com, Sister Myra Decodes. That's the hashtag, Sister Myra Decodes Super Bowl, CoachKRadio.com. Just, just, just blast it. Hold on, there she go. Sister Myra, you back? Can I hear you? Can you hear me? Look at that. Boy, she got that. That's when. That's when you know she got that heat. When, when, when a, when it can't come through. I don't know whether she can hear me. Can everybody else hear me? Let me do a quick check. Call her from the three four seven six two four. Can you hear me? Hello, hello. I'm just doing a mic check. If anybody can hear me, press one. Okay, let me see who this is. Call her from the seven one eight. Can you hear me? Yep, I can hear you. Okay, thank you, thank you, thank you. Who is this? Urgent from New York. Oh, my goodness. Have you ever heard of Sister Myra uh, Super Bowl breakdown before? No, my first time. Oh, my goodness. Thank you for joining the show. You just get ready. Sit over there and just uh, just cross your legs and drink you some tea, some non-alcoholic beverages, okay? Okay. <laughs> All right, thank you. All right. Sister Myra, when you get back on the line, just please press 1. We're going to keep on trying to open your line. Sister Myra, can you hear me? Hello, hello? Okay. Sister Myra, I got your mic open. Boy, that phone she is on is something else. Let me see if I can try to call her. That's what I should do. Hold on, Sister Myra. If your phone rings, I want you to answer it. Let's see if... uh. Let's see if we can get you on the line like this. Three three six nine six five. See what happens. Let's try to get on the let's try to do it our way. 
It's ringing, everybody. Yes. Yeah, I got you. We up in the building. Okay, I don't understand because I was pressing one and it just wouldn't take me through. They just they just wanted to see how much I loved you. That's all. They just wanted to see how, <laughs> how, how, bad, I, how bad I wanted you on here. That's all. They can't stop. They yeah. can't stop this. They can't stop this energy right here. They know what it is. How you doing yeah. tonight? Oh, I'm doing great, and thank you for such a great introduction. You know, you're always right on point, and. Um, you know, it's all good news. It's all good news. That's all we can talk about now is the good news, the good stuff. <laughs> oh, we ain't, we, ain't so. no, we, ain't no, we ain't got no tragedy or we ain't got no ISIS. We ain't talking about Ebola tonight or none of that. Oh, uh, no. All that's mundane. You know, <laughs> when people are calling me up for um, uh, the card readings these days, I told them the Tarot deck has like 72 cards, and I'm only using the top 22, which are the major arcanas, because... We're not dealing with any mundane issues anymore. We only want to look at the highest spiritual influence. So nothing mundane, and those are things that are trying to distract us. Um, I want you to understand that we are now at the point where um, we have access to the highest level of royal vibration. And, And this is how we're going to empower ourselves as the new rulers for this new age. And they are doing everything they can to keep us at a low vibration, to distract us and to bring our energy and our focus down. Because wherever you're energizing right now, uh, wherever you're focusing at, is the level you're focused at is the level you're energizing at, you see. Mm. So uh, they're going to do everything they can to distract us and bring it down. And um and um so we just gotta stay positive no matter what. No matter what. Now, did you just start going to the twenty two major arcana or you've always done that? No, I've all I know. I just um in probably about the last year or so I've been just using only the major arcanas. I, I did used to use all the cards, but no longer. I just wanna use the top spiritual at this point yes. because of the fact that we're not dealing with mundane issues anymore. It's time now to tap into the highest royal level of vibration. Yeah. Now, see, see right here, I always, I, we're going to get to the game, but I just have to catch up with her a little bit. Like, Mama knows I try to be her leading astrological student. She got other students, but I try to be one of the best. So I haven't normally, I normally don't mess with the tarot cards, do I, Mama? No, no, you don't. <laughs> but I got me, but I just got me a deck about four months ago, and all I got wow. is the and all I got is the twenty-two major arcana. Beautiful. I had a, a wonderful uh, client of mine that uh, gifted me with um, a pack that only includes the major arcanas as well. So that means you're one, picking up on the vibration. <laughs> you know. And they're all they're all black and white. They came in a yellow pack, and I have to color them in and put my energy on them. So I'm a, they're gonna be oh, like oh really? Yes, they all they all black and white. You well, you I'm late on your. I got I got like I'm two birthday presents behind for this last birthday. So I got I might you might get a little something extra too. You know what I'm saying? So oh, isn't that sweet? Right. And I'm gonna <laughs> send some co- I'm gonna some color pencils because I know if you put your energy on them, 
like I said, when you see these right here, you're going to be like, wait a minute, I, I get to color them in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. This is mm-hmm. good. This is good. Yep, yep. Yeah. And nobody, nobody's touched them. I slept with them up under my pillow, so make sure I initiated them myself. And, uh, yeah, I'm really ready to get started. I got the right books. My man told me how to, like, go in. So, yeah, I'm doing a little expanding. I just I started getting back into the I Ching more. But uh, tonight yeah. is all about this particular message of what we of what we saw. So I'm gonna give them the little mundane scenario. We have mm-hmm. over on one side of the sideline, we got the Seahawks, who are the defending <laughs> champions, who got the quarterback uh, Wilson, who's in his third year. He won the Super Bowl last year, and he's got the best running back in the league, who won't talk to the press. And who says shout out to my real Africans? He's he's just everybody's wow. just thinking he's a, a butthole because he won't talk to the press. And um, but he's the best running back in the game. They can't find no dirt on him. He don't do nothing. He's from Oakland, the city where the Black Panthers is from. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, loves his mama, loves his family, and mm-hmm. just and just you know the whole and the whole team is just you know, hair ruled out because they're all, they're like, yo, we just checking you one-on-one. We feel that we better than you, and you got to beat us physically like old-school football. We ain't trying to do a bunch of gimmicks. We got that going on. Across the field, yeah. we got the what? Patriot, the red, white, and the blue. They blue. <laughs> they're looking for their fourth Super Bowl. Tom Brady's 37 years old. He doesn't have much time left in the, in, in the NFL. Bill Belichick wants to be the winningest coach. Tom Brady wants to be the winningest quarterback. And the stage is set, and they have identical records. And then they, the game starts, and it's really, really tense, and they got two good defenses, and nobody scores in the first quarter. No, 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 no. Okay, so now the commentators are like, yay. Then we go into halftime, and the score is 14 to 14. Both of them show a little offense. And now we come out of the third quarter. And I don't know what the end of the score was at the end of the fourth, third quarter, but I know the last two numbers were four. So you had a 44, the last two numbers for halftime, and then the 44 at the end of the third quarter. And then all of a sudden the Patriots go up. They're up by four points. Seattle's got to score, and they get down and they had this miraculous catch. Oh, my God, this guy, he tips the ball five times and catches it. They're inside the 10. They give the ball to Marshawn Lynch, the Brahma Bull, the, the Taurus. They give it to the Bull, April 22nd. That's another 4-4. We took the two twos, the 22 and the 4. That's a 44. And he gets down to the one-yard line. It's a first down. Well, it's a second down, and they call timeout. Now, every football player and, and, and fan in the entire world knows I'm getting ready to give the ball to the leading running back. Everybody knows this. Uh, Mike Tomlin is in Pittsburgh watching the game like, yep, if I was here, I'd give the ball to the running back. Sister Myra, I know you at the house. You're like, well, I know who's getting ready to get the ball. They're going to get the ball to the running back. Like, everybody in the stadium knows they're going to get the ball to the running back because they got three downs to score, two timeouts, and they're on the one-yard line, the half-a-yard line. And what happens? They come back from the timeout and line up, and this joker throws the ball directly to the cornerback. Game over, and it's like, oh well, 
We tried. We won a lot of ball games, and then everybody goes home. But the taste in everybody's mouth is like, what just happened? <laughs> Absolutely. So that's why I'm, I'm going to turn it over to you and say, what just happened? Did we just really <laughs> see that? Or we're trying to figure out what just happened. Help me out here. What just happened to Heru? <laughs> And uh, oh wow, that was a good breakdown. And I like you uh, looking at those uh, that number fourteen um, because you know, okay, this was Super Bowl forty nine, which adds up to what thirteen. Thirteen is the third is the soul vibration. And um, Seattle Seahawks. When I looked up their uh, energy, um, their their uh, birthday is November thirteenth. Scorpio, okay. Mm-hmm. And then when we look up the New England Patriots, theirs is September 17th. So now we got a Virgo here. So Virgo versus Scorpio. Uh, Scorpio is all about transformation. Um, and then we got the, um, and, and they, they're numbered November 13th, and this is the 13th Super Bowl. So you would think everything was set for them uh, to win that game. And if you, um, you know, if you checked it out, they really didn't get beat. They, you know, they pretty much threw the game themselves. And um, so Haru didn't really get beat. Uh, but, you know, there was a tactic, there was a strategy as to why this happened the way that it did. And, um, you know, as I um, put on uh, one of your, your posts, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to repeat that information because it pretty much – um, capitalize where I'm going with this. Um, I have to remind people all the time. We had to do this before. We had to remind people that spiritual justice, spirit is not based in a win or a loss. We have to look at the bigger picture, you see. This is how we're uh, t- going into a holistic way of uh, of, of viewing things. So, Anytime you're dealing with spirit, you're dealing with a combination. Anytime you're dealing with the physical, that's individual. They are opposites. So the physical is individual and the spiritual is a collective. So I always have to remind people that spiritual justice is not based in a win or a loss. Um, What happened was is that uh, the system, and you put it right, uh, New England Patriots represents the system. Uh, as, um, you know, the um, uh, Seattle Seahawks represent Haru, our access to 360-degree empowerment. Mm. So what happened was is when uh, the Seattle Seahawks, when the Seahawks beat so soundly uh, on the Denver Broncos last year, um, which represented Freemasonry magic, because uh, if anyone remembers that, earthquake that went down the East Coast um, a few years back, uh, it, it stemmed out of Denver. And uh, it went down the East Coast and it messed up all the uh, masonry uh, monuments. You know, they're free masonry monuments. It's, it's at this time that Big Mama told me that she was about to um, put them turkeys in their place. She said, I'm about to uh, separate the perpetrators from the authentic. So um, this is what has been going on now, separating the perpetrators from the authentic. So the Freemasonry magic of Denver is how they stole that from 
the ancient ancestors, uh, the Mason uh, ancient ancestors, and um, and been using this type of power uh, to control the world, as a matter of fact. Uh, but they can only access 33 degrees of that magic, you know, which was symbolic of Haru giving such a sound whooping to Denver because Haru has uh, 360 degrees access to the magic, you see. So that's why it was such a lopsided game uh, last year because uh, um, 360 degrees versus the 33 degrees. And so what happened was, was that they ended up pulling out their big guns against Haru because of that uh, whooping on, on the Broncos. So they pulled out their big guns, the patriotic spirit or the cheating system. You know, let's not forget they went into the Super Bowl with a controversy about cheating, you know, deflating the balls, you see, which they mm -hmm. really wanted to shuff that off. You know, uh, we'll investigate, you know, uh, after the Super Bowl. You know, nothing's going to interfere with this Super Bowl. You know, it's too much money to be made. So uh, we're not going to penalize them, or, you know, uh, uh, before this Super Bowl. We're going to let this play out, you know, because they pull out their big guns against um, the, the cheating system against Haru, knowing that that was the only way they would be able um, you know, to overcome them by the cheating system, which is the patriarchs. Um, and um, anyway, uh, the case, this what, what, since they so soundly, since Haru so soundly beaten up on the Broncos, um, they had to, uh, they pulled out their big guns and passed the uh, baton up to their big guns so that's actually what was happening with Haru. It was time for him to pass the Paton to a higher level as well. Um, now a case has been made for Haru to pass the ball up to his big guns, which is Asar. And this ever-expanding process of evolution. We can't keep going back to the well, you see. Um, I want to remind you of um, uh, what is that? Uh, uh, um, it's a, the, the story about um, the little magician boy. What's his name? I always forget his name. Harry um, Potter. Harry Potter. Yeah, Harry Potter. There was a um, there was a movie in Harry Potter. There was a, a scene in Harry Potter, one of those movies where uh, he went up to the attic and he saw a mirror. And when he looked in the mirror, he saw his parents, his deceased parents. And uh, he was so amazed about that. And so every, so every day he went back up there and camped in front of that mirror, hoping he would see his parents again, but it never happened again. And the message is you can't keep going back to the well. Once you have seen the magic, you see, then you have to, walk in the knowing of that. It's not just enough to know it. you got to walk in the knowing. So he had witnessed the magic, and now he wanted to keep going back to the well to prove that he had, what he had seen. And that is what is going on here. This is an ever-expanding process of evolution, transformation, and regeneration. And by uh, Haru coming in that Scorpio uh, energy, 
um, that represents transformation. The whole earth right now is in the throes of transformation and regeneration for evolution. It's an infinite process of creation. So once they did their job, this started, okay, this started. You see, spirit is a combination of factors. It's not going to be uh, demonstrated by one single event. You see, you have to combine. You have to uh, combine factors in order to see the holistic or the the spiritual purpose. If you get caught up in just one aspect of that, then you're missing the bigger point. So the thing is, is that they had to. Um, so it has to be a combination of factors that's ever expanding and it's ever evolving. And so it started with the sun. S-O-N or S-U-N, the Baltimore Ravens and mm. the Super Bowl uh, against the 49ers. Um, that was the son's resurrection. You see, this, that was a mother-son Super Bowl or a mama-son Super Bowl. Remember, mother means to smother. Mother is the water and the son is the fire. More water than fire puts out the power or the passion of the sun. So the mama has to, the negative polarity, it doesn't mean bad, it means our power comes in backing up. So the mama had to back up in order to um, release the sun into his resurrection. Uh, Baltimore is Leo energy, which is the sun, and uh, the 49ers is cancer energy, which was the mama. And, of course, 49 adds up to 13, which is the 13th vibration, the soul vibration, which is mama's domain. So that was a mama-son Super Bowl, and she was backing up to release the sun. If you remember, the lights went out for 34 minutes. And um, the lights went out, and then it lit back up on the Baltimore half of the circle uh, in the stadium which was symbolic of the hidden mama and the uh, empowered son uh, being unplugged from an illusion of power, the ego, and now being reinserted into the true sources of his power, mama universe. That's what was being symbolized, and that's how he then resurrected from the son into Haru. Um, now, remember, the uh, Leo is the, the sun. The Baltimore represented the Leo energy, which represents the sun. And so then when he resurrects into Haru, which is um, uh, actually, Haru is actually airy energy as a whole. You see, the warrior, the first sign of the zodiac. Um, even Sherman uh, with William, he's an Aries. So this is really um, an Aries operation where the warrior now steps up and defends, uh, which is Aries. Uh, he rules over the first three signs of the zodiac or the first quarter of the astrological cycle. So uh, Aries or the warrior or Haru defends uh, the value, the second sign, Taurus, he defends the value of Gemini, the third sign, uh, which is his true mate, you know, the sign of discernment, being able to discern what's true, 
uh, in spiritual reality versus what's false in this physical illusion. So that was what her rule is to do, step up and defend the true value of, you know, coming out of this illusion or coming out of this matrix, you see. And so um, the 13th vibration represents um, the soul realm, mama's vibration. And so that's what he stepped up into, and um, that's what um, took over, and that's what uh, beat up on the Denver Broncos. Uh, but now, as he resurrected into uh, Haru, as the Ravens re resurrected into Haru, who is now in a position to transform into a star. This is the threefold process, you guys. Threefold process. Three is the magical number, you know, so we're using all three fire signs. Haru is the, I mean, uh, Asar is the energy of Sagittarius. Sagittarius is the last fire sign. And its planetary ruler is Jupiter, which is an abundance of power, an abundance of empowerment. Um, we ascend above the horizon line through Virgo, uh, the Virgin Mother, the Sun. It's all about the Sun, S-U-N you know, going above the horizon line out uh, through Virgo, the last physical sign in the physical half of the astrological cycle. So he has to ascend through Virgo, which is the sign of wisdom, the virgin mother who cleanses and purifies the son of false values to this illusion in order for him to ascend above the horizon line into the spiritual domain through Libra where he's now cleansed and purified uh, in his wisdom, can now get into equal partnership with his spirit, which is um, the spiritual half and the physical half, now in equal balance and equal combination, which steps you into your individual Christhood. And then the Mayans tell you that after this, they make their crossover through Scorpio, Scorpio is the sign of transformation. So when the uh, sun comes into equal balance with his spirit, becomes individually whole, steps into his individual Christhood, then his mate comes into equal balance with their spirit and becomes individually whole. Only then can the two bond. That's Scorpio. Scorpio is the sign of bonding. The next sign after Libra. So they have to get into partnership with their own spirit and then come into partnership with each other and then bond through Scorpio, which will activate the transformation and crosses them over to what the Mayans call the great creative place of Sagittarius. Sagittarius being the last fire sign, being Jupiter's energy, Jupiter's abundance of empowerment. So it crosses them over to the abundance of their full empowerment. And that will complete one half of the astrological cycle, um, you know, before you cross over to the next cardinal sign of Capricorn, which represents the daughter, daughter Earth, the last Earth sign. So uh, Capricorn and Sagittarius connect at the, um, what we call the midheaven. They connect 
um, at the winter solstice, which is like the December 21st. And this is really like the 12 o'clock hour of the astrological cycle. So uh, a star coming to the full abundance of his empowerment now being into equal, um, coming into equality with the high priestess, the Capricorn, the last earth sign, um, and this is how they come together as equal or as one, you see. And any time you bring the yin and the yang together equally as one, this is where we step up and evolve to the next level of spiritual empowerment. So that is what is happening here. It's time for um, a Haru to transform into a Sar. And Asar, oh, just remember, he was cut up into those 14 pieces uh, by Set. And this was really the war between the father and the son, because the son is power. And, he, and, and the father, the air element, is responsibility, mental responsibility, justice. You know, the air sign at its highest vibration represents uh, spiritual righteousness. So the father knew that the son, uh, Asar, was not responsible for the power that he had, being the most powerful being of the universe, Sagittarius being the last fire sign. He, Father Time, or Set, had to cut Asar up into those 14 pieces for him to be able to mature mentally and use his power correctly. I always tell people, you know, when the white man abused his power, he screwed up the world. If the black man abused his power, it's going to have cosmic significance. So before we could be endowed with this full empowerment, we had to learn how to use our power to heal and to create rather than to destroy because it would be too detrimental cosmically. So this has all been an alchemical process so that the sun the most powerful being of the universe, would mature and use his power. There's only one sin, everyone, one sin, and that's the abuse of power. I don't care how much power you're given. Are you going to use it abusively or are you going to use it compassionately? That is how we're being judged, and that is how uh, the universe is identifying who qualifies as the new rulers for this new Aquarian age that we're evolving into. Uh, So um, using that power correctly. So that was what uh, Father Time or Set or Cronus, which is chronological, had to cut the sun up into those 14 pieces so he would not abuse his power and would mature, you know, Mm. spiritually and mentally to use his powers righteously. Well, in this last year, 2014, Asar was cut into 14 pieces. So this is the cycle of Sagittarius 2014 when Asar has come to his fullness, you see. The last thing he was missing was his penis, which is his power. So now he has claimed his power. And that is the ultimate fire sign. Anytime we're dealing with fire, we're dealing with the power. So that is what is happening here. We reach the max or the uh, limit of the 13th vibration, you know, of Haru. 
and now it's time for Haru to pass it up to the next level, uh, the number 14, you know, Asar, who has now come together in all his 14 pieces to represent the ultimate empowerment, you see, of um, this uh, melanated family. So that is what is really going on here. It's just where they, they pass the baton up to their top dog. Now Asar is, I mean, excuse me, Haru is now ready to pass the baton up to the next level to uh, complete this process through Asar, the last fire sign. Now, when you're going in a physical rotation, you will go from the Pisces, the Aries, the uh, Taurus, the Gemini. But if you're going in a spiritual rotation, it's the reverse. You will be going from uh, Aries to Pisces to Aquarius to Capricorn. That is the spiritual rotation, and that is what is demonstrated through the ages. So that is what, um, so we're looking at that spiritual rotation through the fire signs. The sun, Leo, starting with Leo, the sun, um, you know, which was the Baltimore Ravens, uh, resurrecting into uh, Haru, which is Aries energy. So moving from Leo, from one fire sign, from Leo to Aries, the next fire sign in the reverse rotation or the spiritual rotation. So the sun resurrects into Haru, and now Haru is ready to transform into the uh, Asar, the ultimate empowerment, you see. So um, look for next year. Look for the Sagittarius energy to have a big impact on what happens next year in the Super Bowl. So um, the cheat, but look for a lot of cheating going on in the system right now because that is the energy that was unfolded for the year, you know, with the patriarchs winning that game, you know. But a case has to be made you know, for a the spiritual purpose. In other words, when there is an injustice at the physical level and that injustice is not uh, reconciled, then that is how you make a case for spiritual justice to come in now and balance things out. The whole key to the universe is balance. You know, uh, it's balance. We have that negative and positive polarity. And to the extent that you make the sacrifice you know, or the injustice or the abuse of power, it's to the same extent that you can now open up the opposite response in spiritual energy to balance out the injustice. So the, it has been only, yeah, there was some tricky stuff going on. There was some... Um, tricky stuff going on, but it wasn't from who you thought it was from. It wasn't exactly from the system. This is a higher purpose being served. Someone has to be the patsy. Something has to happen to make a case for the higher spiritual justice to come in and balance things out when it's not done through the physical justice. So that is the, what stage is being set, you know, for... Uh, next year, you know, as this 
um, energy unfolds from the cheating patriarchs, you know, that's the energy we're going to see this coming year, the cheating system, you see. And now they were in um, Arizona, and that is Libra energy. Libra is the sign of justice, the balance, equality. So this is, um, uh, this Super Bowl is talking about, this Super Bowl was setting the stage, uh, bringing the two to the battlefield, uh, allowing the injustice to, um, uh, to succeed. So it can set the stage to pass the baton to the highest level and now bring forth a SAR you know, the full empowerment to come through and balance things out from the highest perspective necessary. We want them, we have to get the biggest injustice in order to bring forth a match for that and bring forth the biggest, you know, justification. So that's what the stage is really being set for. This is, um, the trick is not coming from the system. You know, the, the, the game is being played from a higher level, you see. Um, they may have won that battle, but that battle was a setup so that they could call in a larger force to come forth and, um, you know, and squash all the cheating, injustice, the uh, corruption, the um, all the things that um, this system has uh, done in this abuse of power, um, it wants it to go to the max. It wants it to bring it. We're at the time of fulfillment, you guys, you know, uh, and they always say it's always the darkest before the dawn. So that means that all, a full measure of sacrifice, a full measure of, um, of this corrupted system, you know, has to all come to the surface. So it can be identified, cleansed out, purified, and only then can healing occur, you know. And then as we go to the fullest extent of this abuse of power, that is how it can make a case for the fullest extent of the opposite spiritual energy to come in and rectify the injustice. So this year they're going to max out. They're going to max out in um, deceiving the world, you see, when it comes to their abuse of power so that they can open up the maximum abuse so that we can bring back in opposite return the maximum response to that abuse. So that is really what's going on. There's a bigger picture, and we can't look at one isolated win or loss to determine what's really going on from a larger perspective. Every time we pass that December 21st mark, that's like the 12 o'clock hour on the astrological cycle. And every time we pass December 21st, we're stepping up to a new level of spiritual empowerment. We just went into the Aquarian age. We just went into the Aquarian age, you know, um, at it started – uh, on December 21st, 2012. But most people, when that date came and went, nothing seemed to happen, they kind of shrugged it off. We forget spirit is spiral, spiral spiritual. So it had to spiral.
viral. It, the doorway was open on December 21st, 2012 for the energy to spiral, but it didn't come full circle until December 21st, 2013. We had to get to that 13th vibration. And then uh, 10 days later, on December 31st, 2013, is when we had that zero point that the Mayans talk about. Zero point is when we line up, when the earth lines up with the Milky Way and we make our crossover into the new age, uh, equally imbalanced, physically and spiritually, holistic. That's what God means, holistic. It's all about completing cycles. It's an infinite process. There, you only complete one cycle to get access to the next level where you start a new cycle but at a higher level. You see, so you never quite get there. You just uh, get access to the next level. This is an infinite process. So we reached that zero point on December 31st, 2013. That cycle was completed December 31st, 2014. Symbolic of Asar coming to the fullness on his uh, 14 pieces stepping up into his full empowerment. And this was symbolized in the movie The Matrix when Trinity uh, kissed Neil, resurrected him from the dead. The women are the resurrectors. The men are the redeemers. But we have to first resurrect in order for them to be in position to redeem us. And this is what they were really showing us in the movie The Matrix when Trinity resurrected Neil from the dead because he didn't know. He doubted. And that's why the oracle told him he was not the one and then pointed to the sign above the door and that says, know thyself. If you don't know you're the one, you're not. And you guys all know I don't believe in 12 signs. I only believe in six. Not until you put the two halves together that you have the whole. So we've gone into this Aquarian age, um, and Aquarius is the opposite sign of Leo. Leo is the creative ruler, you see. So, and Aquarius is the sign of I know. So when we put those two energies together, I know I am the creative ruler of the universe in order to activate this new rulership. It's now time for us to evolve, which is the energy of Aquarius. Uh, evolution. It's time for us to evolve out of the... Um, Abuse of power, which is Leo by itself, not in balance with Aquarius. Aquarius is also the sign of the humanitarian. So we are ready to evolve out of the abuse of power to a humanitarian empowerment. That is what this whole Aquarian age is going to signal for us, evolution in our knowing of who we are as the creative rulers of the universe in order to activate a new empowerment out of the abuse of power to a humanitarian rulership. That is the bigger purpose that's being served here. It's not going to be served by Haru alone. It's not going to be served by um, the, 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 um, the son's resurrection. The son's resurrection into Haru has to be completed as Asar comes into the full empowerment in his energy, and still setting the stage for the maximum abuse of power so we can bring forth the maximum 
uh, response to that abuse of power and spiritual justice. So this is the real story that is going on here, you know. So um, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much the perspective. So if anybody, if you have any questions about that, I'm now ready to answer any of those questions. Well, you know, somebody already been texting me already. Somebody wants to know about uh, the halftime show. You were talking about he was all he needed was the penis, and Missy Elliott Missy Elliott comes out of nowhere, and she's on the halftime show talking about the penis. She said, she "Yeah, needed, I mean, she said she, she, said she needed more penis." <laughs> and see, that's the good thing about symbolism. You know, as we start opening up these concepts, you see, that's what you're going to do. You're going to see all kind of symbols in what we just watched, you see. That's going to open up, you know, a full conceptual view. Um, you know, just like you were saying before, um, uh, Coach Kyer, that um, if you're going to be locked into your left brain, you're not going to be able to follow the information that I'm presenting here, you see. It's time for us as spiritual people you know, to um, see things holistically, to see things, uh, to expand our perspective, you see, and stop looking at things literally. The spiritual language is symbolic. In order to speak with your spirit, you have to understand symbolism. In order to recognize when your spirit is speaking with you, you have to understand symbolism. So, yes, the halftime show. But she was also, from what I understand, she was also promoting um, you know, homosexuality as well, you see, when she was talking about um, I kissed the girl and I liked it. I think that's what was one of her songs. I think she sang two songs that, um, um, you know, was um, a, a, about homosexuality. Um, and um, and then um, uh, as when I saw the description on the Internet, they were talking about how where she flew off in the end uh, on the star, you know, she rose up no, no, on the no, no, star, about, and I think... I'm talking about not Katy Perry. I'm talking about Missy Elliott. Oh, okay. Yeah, Missy yeah, Elliott okay. came on and was talking about uh, bigger penises. And then, yes, ah, Katy, Katy okay. Perry, Okay. Katy, if I can get my, uh, if I can get control back of my board, I will open the lines because I know... Uh, one of your children's is on here. That's who texted me the message. But this Mercury, I mean, I don't want to put everything on Mercury retrograde, but we be vibrating at such a high frequency, my computer wants to bug out at times, you know? So, yes, it's just, yes. And, yeah. that, and that is happening more and more. I'm telling you, this, um, um, this illusionary uh, kingdom is falling. Make no mistake about it. You know, don't get too comfortable because this is falling and technology is that magic is you know the system's magic you know and um and it's starting to fall as well because we're now stepping back up we're come we've come full circle which means we've now become the vessels for our ancestors who were the original rulers of the earth and uh now they're ready to pass the baton to us as the new age rulers you have to understand everything is on contingent on Balance, the equal balance of opposites. That's the formula of creation. Anytime you balance opposites equally is where you complete a cycle. That's how you complete the 360-degree cycle and have access to all the energies of the universe, the full 360. 
uh, full circle. So uh, we've come full circle. This is the time of fulfillment. And this is falling at the same rate that we are rising, at the same rate of our rise is the system's demise. You see, simultaneous. You just got to know that. As you see this fall, you have to know at the same rate we are rising in our energy vibrations until we tap into the highest royal level and activate this new age evolutionary empowerment. This is why we had to go into the Aquarian age out of the Piscean age and to the Aquarian age as um, the knowing of our power as the creative rulers in this evolutionary process, you see. So uh, this is falling at the same rate we are rising. Now it's time to tap into that 13th vibration, which is the magical vibration. You know, uh, that's what we now have access to, is to tap into our magic. Uh, so make no mistakes, but now we have to learn how to empower ourselves through the spirit from Mama Universe. This is what we have to do, Mama Magic. The first two letters of magic is Ma. So it's time. Mama brings us the magic of the ancestors while Father Spirit brings us spiritual empowerment, you see. So, and we have to put the spirit with the soul, Mama's soul and Father's spirit. We have to put the two together equally in order to become whole or holistic. So Mama tells you where you came from. She's the ancient of ancients. She's the, uh, the, the, the antiquity, uh, you know, and then... Um, it came out from the mama or the matriarch. You know, the spiral came out from the matriarch, the original black mama, which is all color vibrations come from black. That's who the original black mama is. And as um, and that's why we had our ancestors as the original rulers of the earth. And they had been, uh, then, we, then we spiraled around to the patriarchal half. Uh, which is um, the father or the masculine half, the external, which is air and fire. Father spirit, the air element, and the son of power, the fire element, the father and son. And so um, now we've come full circle. We've come back to uh, the internal, the hidden. We're talking about a balance between the subconscious and the conscious mind. The subconscious is hidden. That's our ancient memory. That's internal. That's the feminine half of God that we have forgotten, you see. But it's not until we put all four of those components together in equal balance can we become whole or holistic, and only then can we become empowered. So now we've come back full circle, back to the mama, where we have to go internal. And uh, she is the one who speaks to us through what we feel. Mama is the water element. She's the one that speaks to us from our ancient memory, from the soul realm. And she is the one that will talk to us through what we feel. And then the daughter is the earth element, internal as well. And she is the one that will bring the security and the value. The earth element deals with value and security uh, and character, integrity. That's the earth in its righteous form, you know. And um, so she is the one who brings us the security 
in what we feel coming from our ancient memory as the original rulers. We have to be secure from within in our empowerment, you see. So as we come full circle and go internal to our ancient memory, connect with our ancestors, become the vessels for our ancestors, these wounds have been generationally passed down. It's gotten too big for us on a personal level. That's another reason why Haru had to pass the baton uh, up to Asar, because uh, Aries, Haru represents Aries energy, the warrior, and uh, Mars energy. And uh, Aries is the most personal sign of the zodiac. So when Haru... Uh, um, uh, resurrected, when the sun resurrected into Haru, he gained access to the three, the full 360 degree, um, uh, he gained access to the full 360 degree spiral of energy. But it was us now stepping into our personal empowerment. That's what Haru represents. Us stepping into our personal empowerment. And now it has to go um, to the collective uh, empowerment, which would be Sagittarius, the very last fire sign, and fire denotes power. So, and then with that Jupiter influence, you know, us coming to the abundance and the fulfillment of our empowerment. There's no limit to what Jupiter opens up. You see, it bestows and bestows whatever it touches and enlarges. So, the abundance of empowerment through uh, Sagittarius are a star. Do you guys remember the Super Bowl um, where we had uh, Prince, you know, uh, on the stage, shaped like a uh, penis, you know, and uh, his guitar was also shaped like a penis. And then at one point in that Super Bowl um, halftime, they dropped the screen down as you saw a Prince resurrect resurrect it showed the uh it showed the silhouette of him resurrecting his penis you see and that um prince is gemini energy and prince uh, gemini is the opposite sign of sagittarius so here we had um you know uh the individual uh man resurrecting into uh, his collective power as a star, from the Gemini to the Sagittarius. That's what was being symbolized in that Super Bowl. So the full empowerment comes to a star. So we still got another piece, you know, to complete this spiritual full empowerment. And so as you as you notice, um, uh, Haru didn't get beat. I mean, they didn't beat them. They gave the game away. And that was to set the stage so that they could then pass the baton to serve uh, a higher purpose. From the 13th um, vibration to the 14th of a SAR. 14 pieces of a SAR now coming into full, uh, you know, uh, empowerment. So this is really um, a bigger, uh, bigger uh, story that's being told. You know, yes, we lost that battle, but that was strategy. There was strategy, you know, connected to that loss, you see. Um, so let them come to the fullness of thinking they can get away 
with cheating. The system can abuse their power. Uh, They thought they pulled out their big guns and it worked for them, but now they are the ones being deceived, you see, because they, I remember when I was young and I used to read through the Bible and I remember the part where uh, it talked about Moses going to Pharaoh and saying, let my people go, and then Pharaoh let the people go, and then it went on to say that God hardened Pharaoh's heart to go after them. And I'm thinking, why would why would God do that? Why would God harden Pharaoh's heart to go after them? You see, so um, I'm learning now. See, it's all about a negative and positive polarity. They are contingent on each other. You know, the physical negative sacrifice or struggle or um, abused, you see, in their power. That's the negative polarity. And to the same extent that there has been the abuse, they're now to that same, same level is how to bring back an opposite return in spiritual empowerment or spiritual reward. And as we cross that December 21st mark, that's where we step into Capricorn. Capricorn represents the daughter of the royal family being the last earth sign, daughter character, you know, the individual aspect of the black woman, where the the black man is the individual aspect of the son, you see. So uh, Capricorn also represents the father, because at that December 21st mark, um, that um, is where we go into Capricorn, which is planetary ruler is Saturn. So Saturn uh, is the father energy of the earth. And Saturn represents the Lord of Karma. So every time we pass that December 21st market, it indicates the return of the father or the return of the king, you know, to call in the karmic debt for those who have abused their power and to issue out the karmic reward for those who have been abused in their power. So you've got to understand everything has to have an opposite reflection. There has to be equality and balance and harmonization you know, in the spiritual rotation of things. You know, Daughter Earth had gotten off kilter to the cycle of this universal flow of energy based on the righteous principle, the spiritual principles of righteousness. And so now she's getting back in kilter with that. She's the evolving princess. We got the king with Father's spirit. We got the queen with Mama Universe, we've got the prince with the son of power. The only one who hasn't reached her sacred status is Daughter Earth. But she is the evolving princess, which means, and she is the spirit of character. And so we have to, uh, so in order for her to step up into her sacred status, she has to shake off the parasites. Anyone who is not contributing in the spirit of character becomes, at the rate they're taking, uh, is considered a parasite. And that's what she's shaking off right now so she can step up into her royal status as the princess of this royal family. This is where she now um, qualifies 
uh, as the prince says, to come into marriage with Anubis of the Sirius star system, which is our ancient empowerment. So well, now we have a new age empowerment ready to come into balance with our ancient empowerment. So this is that infinite cycle and process of regeneration, transformation, evolution. This is what is really going on, but it's a bigger picture being told than what we can look at and gauge from one loss or one win, you see. So this thing has been set from, you know, like you said, we've been doing the six, six we've been doing the Super Bowl symbolism for six years. And I started um, right after 9-11. I started when the patriarchs whooped up on um, the Rams, which was representing Aries at that time, you know, the royal son or the prince, not the Haru figure, but the prince figure. And this was right after 9-11 when uh, they were in uh, New Orleans and um, their theme of their Super Bowl was War on America. And so the patriotic spirit, the New England Patriots, beat down uh, the Rams. And that's how they justify, uh, the theme was War on America, so that's how they justify going to war that year with Iraq, you see. That's what they were setting the energy up for uh, in that Super Bowl. That's when I first started analyzing it. And then I watched as the uh, patriarchs also took down the mama when they went up against uh, Carolina, you know, the matriarch against the patriarch. This is where they had the Janet Jackson debacle. You see the young patriarch, uh, Justin Timberlake, uh, exposing and humiliating, you know, the matriarch. And they won that game. So they took down the, the prince uh, when they beat the Rams, and then the patriarchs took down um, the matriarch when they beat uh, North Carolina, and then they took down the, the father when they beat um, the Eagles. Because anytime we're dealing with the air element is when we're dealing with the father. So that's when they took down the father with the Eagles, you see. But somewhere along the line, that script got flipped, you see. Um, and it started with the lowly giants coming in. You know, uh, the Patriots hadn't lost the game uh, all year. And they came into that Super Bowl, and the Giants uh, barely made the Super Bowl. Uh, but the sleeping Giants, no longer sleeping dead, beat those Patriots. And that was symbolic of the Jack and the Beanstalk story, where Jack went up and claimed the harp, the ability to control the weather, where Jack went up and stole. Uh, the golden eggs, which is our prosperity. He also took the goose, which is the ability to tell the story or to rewrite the story. So this is what Jack stole from the giants who were benevolent. And this is where they began, you know, to, uh, uh, they stole the power. Uh, so when we had the giants beat the patriarchs, that was symbolic of us now taking our power back. And then we had uh, another Super Bowl where the Giants beat the Patriots again in the Super Bowl, and this was about the spiritual father now coming in from the father's resources of the universe to come in and bring spiritual justice to daughter Earth. So 
they lost control of these rituals because anytime you pull your energy is how you create a spirit. And this is how they were using these uh, mass um, occasions or gatherings, Super Bowls, Olympics, anywhere that you can uh, pull energy. And the bigger the pool of energy, the bigger the spirit you create for the energy to unfold over the earth. They can only create an illusion, you know, for power. And as we buy into it, we're the ones who's energizing it for them. But now we're waking up and we're pulling our energy away from this illusion and it's blowing holes in the illusion and it no longer has the power to sustain itself. And this is how Humpty Dumpty is now falling off the wall because he had a fragile position of power. You know, it was not real, you see, and now it's falling. And he's desperate. Desperate people do desperate things. Um, there's three things that, when that Super Bowl, the, patri- the Patriarchs against uh, Carolina, or the Matriarchs, the Panthers, um, my spirit came to me before that Super Bowl, and it told me, it said, there's three things we want you to do. Number one, don't worry about the outcome. Number two, take the game. Number three, watch the eighth. And that's just what I did. And to the very end of the game, I'm watching all these eights, and then at the very end of the game, um, they were, I, I think they were tied up. And the Patriarchs do a long bomb down the field and uh, caught it in range to, to be able to kick a field goal. And the announcer said, Eight seconds on the clock, and they showed it. Eight seconds on the clock, you know, and I'm, my antennas went up. The eight, there's that eight I was supposed to watch for. Eight seconds on the clock. Then the screen went green, it came back, you know, um, and uh, instant replay, the screen went green, come back on, and mysteriously there were nine seconds on that clock. Now, that's why the Spirit told me to tape it, because I kept going back. I'm like, is this for real? If I hadn't taped that game, you know, I would have just thought, you know, <laughs> but the announcer even said it, eight seconds on the clock. But as it came back on, the screen cleared up, there were nine seconds mysteriously on the clock. And, you know, normally the, 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 the um, referees will tell you, uh, put so, so many seconds back on the clock. None of that happened. No one would have even noticed if I hadn't taken that game. It would not have even been noticed that there was now nine seconds on that clock. And this is when they kicked the field goal and won the game. And my spirit came to me after that, and it said, now there's three things we want you to get out of this. Number one, they know what time it is. Number two, they're trying to change what time it is. And number three, they're trying to extend their time. Mm-hmm. So off the eight onto the nine. Now the nine is a stagnation vibration. And this is what they've been doing. They've been keeping us on a ninth vibration, uh, stagnation. Because once you get from nine, you'll, you'll reach another level with the ten, which is one and zero. So that's another level. 
So what they've been doing is keeping us on this ninth cycle level of vibration, which is a stagnation. Anytime you add the nine to any number, it comes back to that number. So that's what they kept us on is stagnation vibration through that ninth cycle. That means we were repeating energy every nine years. We never stepped up to the next level. All the way until uh, November the 8th, 2013, which was the 10th anniversary of the Star of David that was in the sky on November 8th, 2003. So that was the 10th anniversary, and that is when we got jump-started off of that nice cycle level of stagnation in our vibration and went into the 10th level, which get us, get, got us into range of the 13th uh, vibration, which is the magical or the soul vibration, you know, where we could then step up and activate our magical power. So that was the symbolism of keeping us on that ninth vibration. They're trying to extend their time. And um, that is um, where, what my spirit told me. So they know what time it is. And they're desperate now. Desperate people do desperate things. So, mm -hmm. uh, and I'm talking about a whole system. I'm talking about a collective. I'm not talking uh, on a personal level. I never talk on a personal level. I talk energy. I talk, and energy is a collective. Energy, you, you cannot, uh, energy does not work in fractions. Spiritual energy does not work in fractions. It's never going to give you a part of the whole, you see. It's not going to prove what it's doing until it's ready to fulfill its purpose. It's just like having a baby. That baby is developed behind the scenes in the hidden realms. You see, uh, you're not going to get a finger here and a toe there just to prove that that baby is developing in the womb. You're not going to get proof of that baby developing until it's ready to deliver it to you at its birth when it's completely developed. And that's how spirit works. Spirit is working in the hidden. We do the visible, they, it does the hidden. And you have to let things line up to produce the whole in order to fulfill the purpose. It's not going to give you a part of the whole, just like we in this negative versus positive polarities. No pain, no gain. And to the extent of the pain is to the same extent of what you are going to gain in opposite spiritual return. And the good thing about this time of karma, you see, is that not only are we about to reap the benefits and the rewards of our own personal struggles, which is Haru, not only are we going to reap, get, gain the benefits from our own personal struggle, we're about to reap the benefits from the struggles even of our ancestors, you see. That's how we're stepping up as the new rulers off of the back of the struggle of our ancestors. So there's no intermingling. You don't blend energy. You harmonize energy. You balance energy. So we had to do the full extent of being abused in our power so that we can get back in the same return the full extent of our spiritual empowerment and our spiritual reward. As bad as it's been, 
is as good as it's about to get, people, family. It's about to get so good right now. We have crossed that line. When we reached zero point, we stepped over into the other side. Now we're getting the reward, you know, from every bit, every iota of suffering and sacrifice that has been made on this physical level from our ancestors all the way up into us personally is the measurement that is being made as to what is now ready to come back in opposite spiritual empowerment. That's what time it is. So don't let anything get you down. You have to be secure from within. You know, everybody knows I run around telling everybody I'm hammer time. You can't touch this. And because I know that, I'm activating that. So you have to keep your vibrations high now. If you're not regenerating, you're automatically degenerating. Those are the only two cycles available to you. And if you're not regenerating, you're automatically degenerating. So we have to keep our vibrations uh, vibrant and high in order to tap into the higher and higher. This is an expansive process, you see. It's a continual, um, you know, uh, evolutionary process. It's a continual expansion. And at the same rate that we're continuing to expand is at the same rate they're continuing to decline and to fall. And so we have to keep our vibrations high. You know, like I said, Jupiter energy, very positive, very optimistic energy. But if you're not vibrating in an optimistic vibration, then you'll go right up under that reward of Jupiter. So you, no matter what frustrations they throw at you, no matter what, you know, um, struggles you seem to have at this physical level, you cannot afford to take your vibrations down. You have to keep it secure from within. That's where our power comes from within, from our ancient memory, from the soul realm. And we have to be secure in that. You have to be at peace in order to receive your blessings because you have to prove that you trust the spiritual empowerment from within. Um, I've been telling my clients recently, it's like um, the big bad wolf, he's the great intimidator. And that's what the patriarchs came in when they played the Giants the first time as the great intimidators uh, because they had not lost the game. Uh, they have to intimidate you into believing that they have power over you. You see, if you invite, you have to invite a vampire in. You know, where they talk about blood on the physical level, it's energy on the spiritual level. So you, they, they intimidate you into believing they have power over you. And if you are insecure in that power, if you are not secure from within about the power you have and who you are through your ancestry and the magic you have through your ancestry, then you've built your house of straws or you've built your house of wood. You see, the house of brick is that security from within, that your power comes from within. You have to be secure about that you know, in order to activate it. You have to know it. You can't just, um, you, and now it's not enough just to know. You have to be able to walk in that knowing. You have to walk in the knowing. And um, another uh, scenario I give to my clients now uh, in demonstration of that is um, we have to now get so connected with our spiritual half, you see, 
that that's what we are going to trust. And nothing, we should trust nothing more than the guidance and the positioning of our spirit. Because when we were at a higher consciousness, we chose to come in, you know, and walk this path that would challenge us in the area that would promote our growth at a spiritual level. But when we fell into the flesh, we forgot these things. You see, the flesh is the limitator, but our spirit didn't forget and it moves ahead of us and paves the way to position us to walk that path, to meet those challenges so that we can recognize our ability to surpass those challenges for our growth at a spiritual level. And the more we recognize this and the more we line back up with our spirit, the more we come back into the holistic of who we are. So we now got to trust our spirit more than anything. You know, we got to trust what we feel. That's coming from within. That's coming from your ancient memory. What we think is where we've been programmed in this illusion through logic and reason. We have to trust. And here's the scenario I use. I say, suppose your spirit comes to you and tells you, today, when you walk out that door, somebody's going to come and pummel you in your face. But don't worry. They're not going to be able to touch a hair on your head. They're not going to be able to get a fraction of an inch within your face. So indeed, you go out, and indeed, someone comes and tries to pummel you in your face. Well, what are you going to do at that moment? Most of us are going to duck. We're going to fight back, or we're going to run. But it's not until you stand there can you prove that the power of the spirit is more real than the physical illusion that's hitting you in the face? So you have to stand there and prove that, that he can't touch a hair on your head. He can't get within a fraction of an inch within your face. You have to stand there to prove that. That's what you call walking in the knowing, not just knowing but walking in the knowing, and this is what time it is for us to walk in the knowing of who we are from our ancestral empowerment. We've come full circle. The new age now connected to the ancients or the ancestors who is going to give us the guidance on how to step up as the new rulers from the original rulers. That is what time it is for us, and we have to know that in order to activate that. And that's all Haru was doing. He was passing the baton up to the next level to complete the process. There's a physical level, there's a spiritual level, and there's a soul level. So all three of those components have to come together. All three of those fire signs from Aries, excuse me, from Leo to Aries to Sagittarius, which is that Asar full abundance of empowerment. So somebody's being tricked all right, but, you know, we've been giving too much credit <laughs> to the system because um, in this whole operation, there's so many levels and layers to what is being fulfilled here, you see. So no matter Mama, what they're doing. Mama, we got some calls like, on the, we got some calls on the okay. line. So let, 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 Go ahead. Let me get, let me get a uh, let me get a couple of them real quick. 
Uh, okay. Everybody who wants, because their hands been up for a minute. I said, let me wait for her to take a breath. But you, you, know, you <laughs> okay? Yeah, I'll keep rolling like that. I will. <laughs> that morning, yes. That morning, Gemini, ladies and gentlemen, that's a prime example. That morning, Gemini, just come on down. Yes. Um, uh, if you, you want to get in and get a, have a comment, question, or feedback, please just three four seven two zero five nine zero eight nine. And just press one nine eight zero two four eight six four six three four seven and eight one three. I already see you. So uh, big shouts out to a lot of other people who want to line tonight. Big shouts out down there in Tarboro. Big shouts out in Toronto. Big shout. Big shouts out in Philly, uh, New York seven one eight. I see you. Uh, big shouts out to my man Usiki L hanging on the line. Big shouts out to uh, Mist. Muhammad, of course, is in the building, always going to be supporting Sister Myra and everybody else who called in from all <laughs> over the world tonight. Uh, first caller is 813-701. Your mic is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Hello, caller from the 813-701. Your mic is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from? My name is Cheryl, and I'm calling from Tampa. I didn't have a question or anything. I'm just listening. Oh, okay. Thank you, Cheryl, for calling in. Have you enjoyed the show this evening? Uh, yes, I have. Yes, I have. And I want to say yeah. hello to Miss Myra because you did a wonderful reading for me the other day, and I just want to say awesome. She's awesome. Oh, thank you. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> She's awesome. It's awesome, baby. When I heard you were going to have her, I said, well, I must listen in because I know it's going to be um, just really um, life changing and awesome. So yes, wonderful. Um, Thank you, I hope this is answering some questions about you know why the Seahawks lost that game. You know. Yes. Wonderful. All right, let me get to the next caller. Caller from the three four seven six two four. Your mic is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from? Three four seven six two four. Your mic is wide open. Hello. All right. Okay, we can barely hear you. Yes, this is Doctor Kwame from New York City. Are you on speakerphone? Because it sounds like you're like a like really really muffled, like talking through a handkerchief or something. All right, let me try this. Can you hear me? That's a little better. Yeah. yeah, we can hear you. Still can't hear me. Oh, that's we good. We can hear right you there. better now. That's yeah. good. What's your name? Uh, I'm Brother Kwame, New York City. All right. Thank you, big brother. How you feeling tonight? Thanks for calling in. Oh, man. I really, really enjoyed Sister Myra's breakdown and everything. And, uh, yeah, I was feeling you when you were when you yourself was breaking down the score of fourteen fourteen and one forty four and all of that, I was right there with y'all. You know, yeah, it's right on time, brother. All right, big Beautiful. brother Kwame, we definitely we definitely appreciate you calling in tonight too. I hope you didn't hope you didn't. Man, we got a we got uh, most of the time we do do a sh- like a show before the Super Bowl, but this this year I was really busy, Sister Myra. She's been there ever since she was on uh, Brother Rich's show, Big Shouts Out to Underground Radio. She's been just swamped, you know, with a lot of work herself. 
So uh, maybe maybe next year if we can get if we can get Pittsburgh to act right, Pittsburgh act right, we'll we'll do a show we'll do a show two weeks before the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? You You know, I wasn't going to bring that up, uh, uh, Kyrie, but uh, when I talked about that Sagittarius energy, now this would be interesting, you know, and I don't like to do too much predicting because um, there's always something hidden that you will never understand until the game is completed. As much as I've analyzed these things, there's always going to be a hidden factor that is not exposed until the end of the game. And so I don't like to predict, but... That would be appropriate. The Steelers would be appropriate for representing a SAR. And why do I say that? Because um, the Steelers represent the royal daughter, Cinderella. You know, prior to that um, uh, that Super Bowl in Detroit where, uh, no, prior to the Super Bowl where uh, the Prince as Gemini resurrected into a SAR, Prior to that, it was the Steelers in Detroit against the Seattle Seahawks. This time, the Seattle Seahawks was playing the role of the fairy godmother because the Steelers is Cinderella. Follow the trail of the E.L. E.L. denotes royalty. So the Steelers represents the royal daughter of character. That's why they got beat down uh, the last Super Bowl. They played in with the Packers, you know, uh, as homosexuality or uh, degradation versus um, character, um, and that's what that was symbolic of. But the Steelers were in Detroit playing the Seattle Seahawks, and in this one they had a um, a runway on a commercial. They had a runway, and on the runway they had a uh, 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 some models walking the runway, and they were um, you know they were taking their picture and all that, and there was judges sitting around the runway. And then at the end of the runway, out of a body of water, a black woman rose. And she was real regal. Out of the water she comes. And, you know, and uh, real regal. And they're snapping her picture. And she wheels around. And she walks off as if she's walking on water. And up from, from underneath comes a black Cadillac, which is the black cat or black mama. So the black daughter rising to her power off the back of the black mama. And whoever won the MVP would be symbolic of who she was passing that power to. And so here in Detroit, on the stage, like I said, shaped like a tongue, if they had the Rolling Stones. And they were trying to woo that black woman because they were like, oh, we can't get no satisfaction, uh, symbolic of them not being able to get satisfaction uh, the, the, the black woman not being able to get satisfaction from her man because he had the penis, you know, and uh, he was going to other women. So it was like the Rolling Stones indicating that they would give her satisfaction through the tongue on the stage, shaped like a tongue, and uh, just pass the baton to us. Uh, and also uh, in that commercial, in one of the commercials they had uh, – a white woman standing on a football field with a helmet on, and a white man runs up, lifts her up, and throws her down. So um, they were trying to woo the energy or the power to be stowed to the um, to give it to them. They thought it was going to be Rothenberger, the quarterback that was going to win the MVP, but it turned out to be Heinz Ward. So it was symbolic of her passing her power back, you know, to the black man, and that's why the next year we had Prince 
on the stage shape like the penis during his Asar resurrection. So um, this is uh, daughter character, uh, the, the Steelers. So it would be uh, the E.L., Cinderella, you know, the E.L., uh, follow the trail of the E.L., the Steelers that compares to the Cinderella. You see the E.L. in that. So it would be, and, and, and the Steelers, the Pittsburgh is Sagittarius energy. And what would be appropriate about that, you know, with the Steelers representing the royal daughter, which is like Capricorn energy, the last earth sign, uh, the individual aspect of the, the black woman, the daughter earth, uh, with the um, Steelers and the, uh, the Capricorn and Sagittarius are the ones who connect at the winter solstice, you see. December 21st is when we move from Sagittarius to Capricorn, so they meet, uh, they connect the the summer the winter solstice, you know that December twenty first March, so that would definitely be appropriate. That would show a star Sagittarius now in his full empowerment, equal to Capricorn, you know the royal daughter, you know the last cardinal sign. So that would be very symbolic of a star now redeeming the daughter, because even in the um. Uh, uh, that, that would show the Asar redeeming um, uh, uh, the, the royal daughter and lifting her up, you see. So um, them coming equal. Even in the movie The Matrix, this was demonstrated in that movie The Matrix as um, Trinity, like I said, resurrected Neil from the dead. She said, the oracle told me I was going to fall in love with the one, and I'm in love with you. So you are the one, so get your butt up. And that's when he resurrected from the dead. A man can't come out of the matrix in ego. He cannot come out of the matrix in ego. And so that's how she resurrected him out of his ego, you know, and now um, that's why he doubted he was the one because he was believing, you know, through his ego. Uh, and she resurrected him and parted her knowing. And then in the second matrix, now he now. goes internal and massages her heart and brings her back to life. And the first thing she says is now we're even or now we're equal. Now we can come together as one. So that would definitely be symbolic of the Sagittarius half coming into equal balance with the Capricorn half of the astrological cycle as the son and the daughter, you know, uh, Capricorn, or, or uh, uh, the Steelers would represent that both ways. It would represent the Sagittarius energy as well as the daughter being redeemed. So don't know if that's what's going to happen, but you brought it up. You brought up the Steelers. I wasn't going to say it, but since you mentioned it, I decided to, um, you know, put forth that analogy, which I was looking at as I was trying to look ahead. <laughs> Well, 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 there you go, brother. Uh, thank you for calling in, Kwame. That's what you get when you wake up Big Mama. She go ahead and give it to you. Like <laughs> oh, man. All right, appreciate it, big brother. Thank you. All right, next caller. Who is this right here from the 646-320? Your mic is wide open. What's going on? What's your name and where you calling from? Uh, um, This is Miss. Hi, Miss. Hey, Sister Myra. I 
have a question. I um I'm just listening and taking it all in. I didn't even get to watch the game. So I'm just you know, just taking it all in right now. Right. Yeah. Word. It's not about the game, honey. It's a, it's about the symbolism. So, you know, I have people tell me that. Uh, I'm not into football, but it's not football. I'm not talking the details of the game. I'm talking what is being symbolized through, you know, I'm only looking at, like, the Steelers. I'm looking at the uh, the Ravens. I'm looking at the Packers. I'm looking at their symbols more so than their actual details of how they play the game. Right. So it, it no, doesn't no, matter I, whether you. Yes. No, no, I, I understand that too. Okay. I just um, that's why I'm on the call for the symbolism mm-hmm. as well. You know, so Beautiful. I'm just taking it all in. I really didn't have any questions. You know. Okay. But I'm just following yeah. you, and I, I give thanks for you know all the information that Big Mama's channeling through you. Thank you. Beautiful. Does it make sense to you? I mean, can you vibe with it? I'm vibing with it. Yes. Wonderful. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. All right. Yay. We're glad to have you aboard. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. You're welcome. All right, peace. Calling from the 248-979. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Yo, this is Riz Kabbalah calling from Detroit. What's up? What's up? What's up? Greetings. What's up? I haven't talked to you guys in a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad we pulled you out. <laughs> I've been, been rolling with Dawg since since 2011. This this is probably like the fourth Super Bowl season I've actually listened to the show. Yes. And um, yeah. the reason I caught is this: mm-hmm. I was, uh, you know, I've been doing a lot of research for the past couple of years. And I was messing around on YouTube listening to Minister Inky. Are you guys familiar with Minister Inky? Yep. I'm not. Okay. Well, he's a guy that he deals with the health part of as far as, like, the body, and he's a real, real, real intelligent guy. I mean, I mean, anything health-wise, it's a good person to um, look up. But what I noticed, it was, like, 3 o'clock in the morning, I was listening to a video, and he was talking about the um, speed of light on the pyramids. Mm-hmm. And you know, I deal with a lot of energy. For I deal with the fixed cross energy because, like, yeah. like, like Sister Myra, I described you a couple of years ago. Yeah. I'm a Scorpio. My late mother Taurus, and my son, his birthday in a couple of days on February 6th. He's an Aquarius, and his mother is wow. a, is a Leo. Wow. So you know, in the wow. Bible, it, it talks about the salt of the earth that Jesus being the salt of the earth, which is the ATLS. But what tripped me out was when you mentioned the 14, the number 14 was, I was looking at the video, and when he mentioned the speed of light, why the speed of light number, which is 2999.979.2458, that is my phone number that I'm talking to you right now on. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. No joke. Wow. Wow. No no joke. And I And I spoke with somebody else about that. Where when you said that the um the energy far as that's coming the new rulership far as in the age of Aquarius is you know I'm yeah. just calling just just to validate everything that you're saying far as the other yeah. listeners because you know they can get caught up far as like you know the young lady with the football when it's not about football this is pure energy and when I seen that phone number 
somebody was like, well, what does that mean? Well, that means that energy coming from the heavens. I mean, they can't, these people, these so-called elite can't stop this natural energy. You know, like yeah. like you say, you got to keep a um a optimistic attitude. Yes. You know, yeah, be so. Secure. Yes. Yes. Beautiful. You have to. Yes. You have to really, and but in order for me to have discovered that, because I get tested. I mean, because you yes. get into the some of us getting so spiritual, they don't think that they're you know they can be. You'll be tested by your closest family members. Yes. When, when it comes to that, it's not necessarily always the government or the big mass scale yes. for yes. society. Yes. Some some of your biggest enemies is the ones that you love very dearly. Because when it comes to this yes. consciousness or spiritual um, conversation, I mean, mm-hmm. I can only tell so many people what I'm telling y'all. Yes. Yes. Oh, but uh, yes. I just wanted to tell you thank you, and I'm always listening to you. And big ups to you, Coach Tay, working hard. And I try to keep up with the shows, but I got the slow internet, so. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much, and I'm glad you brought up that sixth cross because that's what preceded the Star of David. Yeah, definitely. And, I mean, it's so much as far as, like, what you present on this subject, you know, it's really, it's internally personal for me. It's deeper than most people you're going to talk to, you know. Hello? Yeah, we're still here. Oh, okay, okay, guys. Yeah, it's it's always going to be a little bit more in depth as far as my personal universe due to the fact that I'm dealing with certain types of energy. You know what I mean? So as far as other people, it's something like, like I know that Saturn is in Sagittarius. So we all know that Sagittarius is high thinking, education, and Saturn, like you say, is, is a um, restrictor. We turn your call or, as soon as possible. If I do not yeah. recognize your number. Oh no, she her her call her call dropped. She gonna she gonna call back in. Hold okay. on. Okay. Hold on, hold on one second. Let me uh oh I gotta call her back. I'm telling you these jokers right here, they they they'll try anything. Mm-hmm. But that just shows you we on that good energy. Please leave that a message we- after the tones and I will reach Hold on. Dang, because I ain't want to stop your build, and I want her to hear that so she could go back with it because when it comes to that fixed cross, to me, she just a Don Dada. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, yeah. from, from the YouTube video, she goes and she gives you, like, all the dates, you know what I'm saying, and all of that. I'm just like, yo, big mama just yeah. be, she just be on it. Let me see if I can get her back this time right here. Hold on. I hope her phone ain't die. Okay. <laughs> I tell you, did I tell you this technology is falling, man? I tell you, you can't um, count on it. I knew that was going to happen before the show was over with. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but but what I was uh, getting to... Okay, I was getting to the sixth cross. Yes. Okay, go ahead. Um, on August August the eleventh, nineteen ninety nine, is when all the planets were sitting in the four six signs of the zodiac, and that he talked about the uh, the Bible. Um, it's Ezekiel chapter one where they talk about a cherubim with four faces, one with the face of the lion, which is Leo. Of course, on August the eleventh, the sun was 
in Leo. Wherever the sun is at is where the focus is at. And mm-hmm. so uh and then um so we had Leo uh um the, the lion, we had the face of the lion, one had the face of the man, which would have been Aquarius, the other had the face of the ox or the bull, which would have been Taurus, and the other had the face of the eagle, which would have been Scorpio. So this was the, the fourth this is the sixth sign, the cross of crucifixion on August eleventh. I call the the six signs, the four fixed signs, the four horses of the apocalypse because this was a reversal. Uh the six signs are the workhorses of the uh uh the astrological signs. They're the army. They're the ones that do the work. So they're the ones that was reversing energy. In Leo it's rulership. So they were reversing the rulership out of a physical um material rotation to a spiritual creative rotation. So it's your creative powers that's getting ready to blossom. Uh so and every time that sun went into one of those six signs, we saw a teardown of the physical kingdom. The first six sign was Leo, of course, fixed fire. So we saw fire things tearing down this um physical kingdom. And the next six sign the sun went into was Scorpio. So we saw water things tearing down. Then Aquarius, we saw air things tearing down. And then Taurus, we saw earth things tearing down. Uh, so these were the, after four rotations of that, or four years, all the energy had been released to tear down this physical material kingdom. And then that's when on November 8th, now you notice 8-11, now we get 11-8. On November 8th, that's when we get the star of David in the sky. But it was sitting on its side as if it was uh, showing you the three levels of the royal God family. We had Saturn and Cancer. We had uh, unconditional love. We had uh, the moon, the mama, and Taurus. We had the Jupiter, the sister, uh, at the second level uh, in Virgo. And across from that, we had Mars, the brother, you know, in Pisces, and then on the third level, we had the sun, of course, on November 8th in Scorpio. So Scorpio represents the sun, David, you see. And mm-hmm. uh, then across from that, we had um, we had uh, uh, Chiron uh, in Capricorn. Chiron uh, indicates your wounds, your ancient wounds. Uh, in, your, in your personal chart, it's the wounds you experienced in your childhood and how they become subconscious wounds, and you have to heal from those in order for your growth and then be able to teach others to heal from those same type of subconscious wounds as a child. So the Chiron was indicating the wounds, the ancient wounds of the universe, and that's where we had the daughter at in Capricorn. So the father um, at the first level, Saturn, in Cancer, Cancer is the sign of unconditional love. So in his wounding, the father became conditional in his love. You know, and this is where they cut off the father. And then the mama, um, the, the moon in Taurus, that we had a, a lunar eclipse on that night. Um, she became, she began to compromise her value, Taurus being the sign of value, compromised her value. And then on the second level, she passed the energy to the sister uh, in Virgo, Jupiter in Virgo. That means uh, Virgo is a sign of cleansing and purifying of false values for wisdom. But in her wounded state, that means she became polluted in her value to materialism, 
with Jupiter. And then across from her was the brother in Pisces, Mars and Pisces. Pisces is the land of, of fantasy, you know, escapism. So he escaped through drugs, drugs alcohol, uh, white women. And this is where uh, he did not defend his sister, just like the sister did not stay true to her brother. Uh, and then on the top level, we had the son uh, in Scorpio. That's where uh, he's become the, the, the lowest vibration of Scorpio is obsession, becoming controlling and obsessive to the daughter. And that was the Chiron, Capricorn and Chiron. Uh, Chiron and Capricorn, uh, she's the only one who stayed true to herself. She's the Cinderella. So she stayed true to her value as a black woman, and that's why she has become uh, abused and controlled by the sun. So then I asked my spirit, I said, why the star of David? And that's when it took me back to the David and Goliath story. How did David slay Goliath? Uh, with a stone. So Taurus being the first earth sign represented that stone, the mama, the moon, and that lunar eclipse. The father comes back to unconditional love for his family. That's the daughter. And then the mama now comes back into her value. And then the brother, you know, begins to defend. He, that's how he steps up as her rule and, and defends the value of his sister. And then the sister now, um, you know, cleanses of her pollution of materialism and uh, stays true to her brother. Well, the, the, the mama, though now as she comes back to her value, being in Taurus and being a lunar eclipse, this is like the slingshot. This is her passing the stone of value to the sun, the opposite energy, Scorpio, to the sun. And this activates his transformation, you know, the water, emotional, emotional transformation, and then um, he now uh, transforms and redeems the daughter and lifts her up. And uh, energy, I talk energy, so the opposite energy of black woman is white man, the polar opposite. And that's what the wounds of Willie Lynch were meant to do, keep the black woman down so the white man can stay on top in his energy. But how you take him down? You just simply lift her up. He automatically goes down. So this is what the star David was symbolizing, you see. And all of it started with that cross of crucifixion, with those six signs. Uh, reversing the energy, and then, uh, you know, releasing the energy to tear down that material kingdom so that your creative uh, powers are now going to blossom. So wherever you're creative at is where you're going to blossom at. And, and, and like the brother was saying, this is not something they can uh, control or manufacture. This is what is going on in the universe, and this is how I get my information. I read the configurations of planets and how they are unfolding that energy on the earth so that you can see the bigger picture. We're the individual aspect of a larger purpose, you see, as above, so below. So this is what is really going on here. Yes. Yep, and I just wanted to um, say thank you again because I got another um, show to hop on and everything, and um, I definitely stay in contact with you guys so someone else can get on and and share their thoughts, and I'm definitely always paying attention. Beautiful. That's great. Yeah, appreciate that, bro. This is a dream come no true. Doubt. Good evening. And the hits just keep on coming. <laughs>
It's awesome, baby. <laughs> I got. We got one more callers. Uh, we got one more caller, and then we're gonna get. So we're gonna give out Sister Myra's contact information. If y'all want to get a hot reading, not tonight because she's tired. She done gave me two hours. Or even if she won't tired, I told her I'm just gonna keep her to two hours. So uh, yeah. we're gonna give her the contact information so y'all can call. Make sure you leave your name and your number because on Sister Myra's voicemail, that's just like her own personal. Secret Service, if you don't leave a message and you did not call, you understand? So I have to leave messages, too, so everybody can't get away with nothing. Just leave a message. But let me get to this last caller. Um, it will stop broadcasting in four minutes, but if you're on the lines, you're good. So if you're in the chat room, you need to call in 347-205-9089, all right? Um, but otherwise, if you're on the line, then you just hold on and we'll be able to hear you. Caller from the 205-920. Your mic is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Hello, yes. Yes. Peace. Who, uh, who's calling? Hi, can you all hear me? Yes. Yeah, we can, can we hear your, you. Can we get your name okay. and where you're calling from? Yes, my name is James. I'm calling from Birmingham, Alabama. What's going on, James? How you feeling tonight? I'm feeling good, man. This is my first time actually calling in to your show, but I've actually listened to you before, so peace to you, Coach Kyer, and, and peace to you, Sister Myra. Thank you. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Um, I have one, qu not a question, a comment. Um, yes. I'm a beginner in this astrology thing, so um, let me just put my comment out there. I was listening to the radio uh, here in Birmingham a few days ago, right before uh, the Super Bowl took place Sunday. And I noticed that the uh, broadcaster on the radio said next year that the Super Bowl would not be using the Roman numeral L. Um, they'll just go back to the regular numbers. And I thought Whoa. that was really, I thought that was really powerful because I know just from my research over the past 11 years that L is symbolic to God. So do yeah. you think that that they are they don't want to pay homage to the creator uh by not using the L and just going back to the regular numbers? I just want your thoughts on that. Yes, I you're absolutely on point with that. And uh, what is significant about that also is that this was the 49th Super Bowl uh, in those Roman numerals, and that's the 13th vibration or the 13th frequency. And then when I was telling you guys about only using the top major arcana cards in the Tarot deck, they use Roman numerals as well. So you can uh, correspond the energy with those Roman numerals. And the 13 is, you see, you get, you really, um, at the 13 is where we complete a level at. We complete, that, that taps us into the 13th vibration, you see. So they don't want to supersede that. They can't go beyond that, as a matter of fact. You know, they're doing what's instinctive because um, they are out of their element now. You know, they're like fish out of the water. They're, you know, trying to get energy, but they're losing uh, the capacity um to process energy because we are now starting uh, to wake up and, 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 and um, we're not uh, just handing it to them like we have been. 
So they, I don't think they can get no further out than that 13. And that's what that 49 adds up to is 13. And so they can't go to the Roman numeral. Um, it's just like uh, they just can't access that level of the Roman numerals or the higher value of that number. You make a great point. I hadn't heard that, but I'm glad you brought it to my attention because it definitely falls right in line, you know, with that. Summary. And you're right about the EL. Uh, I always say that. Follow the trail of the EL. That denotes royalty. That denotes, that denotes um, uh, divinity. So EL, wherever you see the EL is where we're dealing with royal energy at, you see. So that's why the elements, the elements, the royal God family of the elements, that's how we describe the characteristics of the royal family through those four elements. The air element rep representing the Father, Father Spirit, the righteous spirit, you know, and it's how we think on a personal level. Uh, the fire element representing uh, the son of power, you know, uh, the power of the universe. And at the personal level, it represents our passions or our desires. And then the, um, the water element represents the mama, you know, it represents the, how we feel, our emotions on a personal level, but it actually represents the soul level or the universal level, unconditional love of the mama, for her ancestral family, you guys, it's about loving your ancestral family. It's not about loving everybody. I don't hate anybody. Don't get me wrong, but we gotta first heal and you know heal and cleanse from within before we can look outside of ourselves, you know, to correspond with anyone else. We have to come uh, to our own love and our own healing. We've been taught not to love ourselves, and it's time for us to come back to unconditional love for our ancestral melanated family. That's the mama essence. That's the water. And then the um the earth is the daughter. You know, she's the um you know, she's the manifestation. She's the crystal, the crystallization. She's the rejected stone that becomes the cornerstone. It's in her rejection and redemption that the world is transformed. You know, she's daughter character, the spirit of character and value. In the personal level, she represents our values, and at the highest level, she represents daughter character. So these are the four uh, elements that represent the uh, full royal family, uh, their characteristics through those elements, the EL. That's always going to show you the divinity of the operation whenever you see that EL. That's why I was talking about the Steelers, and I was talking about, um, you know, uh, uh, Cinderella. You know, if you break right. down the word Cinderella, you get cinder, which means carbon or black, L, title of divinity, and la, feminine. So when you break down Cinderella, you got the black divine feminine. That's that wow. story. The rejected Beautiful. stone becomes the cornerstone. <laughs> Beautiful. <So. laughs> Beautiful. Thank you for yeah. that, Sister Mara. I, I just so knew welcome. that it. I knew it had some some strong significance, um, you know, Absolutely. to to the universe. I mean, because why would you yes. wait to Super Bowl fifty, and 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 change yes. from the Roman numerals to regular numbers? It, it's because yes. that power is there, and they just don't want to pay homage to it. So they need Absolutely. to do something else to to try to distract. Yes. Wow. And they're trying to undermine. They really are trying to undermine uh, football, period, you see. So mm -hmm. their focus has been on it. I wouldn't be surprised if they even try to um, shut it down at this point, you see. Like I said, desperate <laughs> people do desperate things. 
uh, and they know they lost control. They started off using these uh, rituals, collective rituals, to serve their own purposes, but now that they've lost control of that, you know, they may be trying to shut it down, especially okay. from the Roman numeral position, you see. Beautiful. So thank you for that information. Well, thank you, Sister Myra, for, for going in detail with me, and peace to you. Peace to you, Coach Kyrie, and many blessings to you all for sharing and building with yeah. us, and, and I thank you all a lot. Thank you for being, you know, coming through. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And I will be in touch with you. And the hits you. just keep on coming. <laughs> <laughs> great, great. Thank you all. You all you have a I love my family, you guys. I love you. I love you all. Thank you. Thank you. Peace Same here. Much love to you both. All right, big brother. Peace and love. Uh, peace to you, coach. Bye bye. Bye. All right, all right, all right. I'm in. I'm right in my two hour zone right here. So hey, I ain't gonna. Uh, I ain't gonna overdo nothing. I'm just gonna let everybody know. <laughs> Y'all have been listening to one of the illest to do it. Often imitated, but never ever quite duplicated. You understand? You ain't heard that nowhere. <laughs> The whole, ain't no 12 signs, there's only six. You can't find three astrologers. That's all you're going to find is three astrologers because I got it from her, and then I studied with Ra Aku, and he came back and said, I got that from Sister Myra. So that's three of us. That's the only, that's the only three people I know, and all three of us is pretty good. You know, that's what we say. You know what I'm saying? So uh, we study hard, we practice, and we do the best we can. So, um Please, please, please understand about this royal God astrology. You know, like, it's the basis of my teaching. I haven't even, like, broke that out to any of the people that I'm, like, working with right now, you know. But that's probably one of the easier formats to look at for planet displacement. I have been noticing that um, the, the, the quadrant with the most planets, is where there are the most lessons to learn. So let's say if wow. let's just say in a let's just say in a natural let's just say in a natural house, you know, a, a natural chart where Aries is rising, if somebody has a stellium in uh, Libra, uh, Scorpio, or Sagittarius, then their lesson is in the is in this, this whole father energy. If they have a stellium wow. somewhere, if they have a stellium or they have more planets between uh the first and the third house then their lesson is in initiating things and and it and it corresponds directly back to whatever their north node is and you just go through and look at the charts and count the number of planets in a given sector so somebody says what are y'all talking about from aries where the first three houses is the is the sun the next three houses, four, five, and six, is the mother. Uh, the prince, the prince. Yeah, the, the prince of the queen. Because he's a royal. Yes, see. Mm-hmm. Royal, that's right, that's right. So the prince mm-hmm. is from the first four houses, and his, you know, and, and that energy is all up under the domain of Aries. And then the queen mm-hmm. from from uh, houses four, five, six, Cancer, Leo, and uh, Virgo, mm-hmm is the queen. Mm-hmm. So that's all up under that mm-hmm. nurturing energy, emotions, mm-hmm. magic, feelings, Kalima. Kalima, all of that. Uh then you go into um the king, which is uh Libra, Scorpio, mm-hmm. 
Sagittarius, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. you see, it's just all this air and dissecting and left brain activity yeah. and explain yeah. something and uh, let's debate about it and all of that type of thing yeah. right there. Yeah. And but I have yeah. seen though that the the person the client who I'm doing the chart for will have lessons that they need to learn about fatherhood, which is the king of the household. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and even if it's a even if it's a woman, they may have had either um a a, a really strong relationship with their father or it depends on mm-hmm. the relationship with Saturn. There may have been some um you know some challenges there that now mm-hmm. once they grow past that that is the that is the that's the last hurdle for them to be in the ideal relationship that they're looking to be in, and then mm-hmm. every time if somebody's got a bunch of planets in uh, houses ten, eleven, or twelve, it's definitely got something to do about character. That's the princess, you know, and mm-hmm. having to learn about not compromising, you know, and not feeling. Mm-hmm. I tell people all the time, you can't feel sorry for yourself because this is a lesson. All those planets mm-hmm. are the are the teachers coming to teach you mm-hmm. these lessons, and it's no accident yeah. what quadrant they're in. So, um, yeah. if 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 you wanna if you wanna get it from the from the royal god house family, Big Mama Myra, Master Myra, you know what I'm saying, Mama Myra, y'all call her Sister Myra, but Big Mama Myra, Master Myra, she is the originator. I haven't heard no other astrologer or no other books or nothing like that even mention that. And so um, Mm -hmm. I recommend that you give her a call, 336-965-0180, and leave a message. She will tell you what the operating hours are that she uh, will be responding to you and doing things like that. Uh, if she don't call you right back, that's because you're probably in a long line. That's okay. Don't worry about it. She's going to call you back. If you don't, yeah. leave a message and she don't call you back. You didn't want her to call you back. That's how she takes yeah. it. Okay? And, and, yes. and don't take it personal because if it's personal, it's petty. Now, I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. Don't take it. And that's one of the greatest lessons I have definitely learned, especially where I'm at right now. Uh, even with this E-Chain coming back and just letting me know, uh, the inferior person is one who is t- uh, takes thing takes things personal. You know what I'm saying? Especially where mm-hmm. we at right now. The show was mm-hmm. opened up when you was like, I'm on. I'm not even using no more mundane cards in the tarot. How, yeah. how many years you been? Yeah. How many years yeah. you been doing tarot, Sister Myra? Ooh, it's been a good uh, twenty five. About twenty five years. Yeah. And she's still upgraded now. She so now she done went twenty four years. Using all seventy two, and now she found something new and said, "Hey, I'm cutting out the mundane." Isn't that a message mm-hmm. for you to cut out the mundane mm-hmm. in your life? Nobody's talking to you, really. Mm-hmm. It's just energy being expressed. You can either learn the lesson and find out what it is, mm-hmm. and uh, one of your buttons has been pushed unconsciously or subconsciously. Now it's being brought to the mm-hmm. surface, and you one step closer to freedom. So don't get caught up in all that rigmarole, and I'm talking to myself right now because it, I, I see it all the time, and I'm definitely working on eliminating that in myself and just shaking my head, SMH, just shaking my head and pulling out pulling out my popcorn, like she said, and sitting down at the mirror 
I see somebody gonna try to pump pummel me in my face, but I also know now the hair <laughs> on my head is gonna be disturbed. So I just, you know, watch them, you know, uh uh fruit just I, I, I just look at their fruitile yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. this it's, it's 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 just a fruitility, but and when I say mm-hmm. inferior people, there's inferior and superior. To su- be superior, you just need to study. That's it. You ain't got to, it ain't no grade, you know, but to be inferior means you ain't studying. That's all. Like you, if if you're not living by a set of spiritual rules, we don't care where you get them from. If you want to be a Gnostic Christian, Gnostic Christians have a spiritual guideline to go by. You'll be a superior person. Nobody's telling you, oh, you got to be a Buddhist. You got to be a Black Panther. No, 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 no. It's energetic. Spirit, spiritual law is respecting energetics okay that's all you got to do but nobody's we ain't trying to um we're not here to uh uh, uh convince you to change but we're trying to give mm-hmm. you tools that will assist mm-hmm. you in your journey of development you know as you move through this yeah. paradigm shift me and dr abbott was talking uh earlier today and he was like man when does the golden era start i said it done started it's when do you start mm-hmm. participating in it when do you want to start yes, participating yes, in the yes. golden era? Because you can keep on yes, uh, yes. Pretend, using the old, worn-out um, rules and regulations and guidelines from the Piscean era, but the benefits mm-hmm. are going to be few, far between, and slim, okay? So you got to move with a new program. That's that. So yes. Um, yes. you got me. Now I'm just ready to sit down tonight and just start coloring in my uh, – go pull out my color pencils and get started on my cards, you know. I think that'll be a nice, relaxing exercise. Today's a Mars day for me, and we got a full moon in Leo energy, you know. Uh, So, And I had somebody who came to the house. I love the synchronicity. I had somebody come get a reading today and didn't know heads or tails, nor astrology, and sitting up in the house with a moon in Leo, and it's a full moon in Leo outside, and she wondering why wow. she feeling so antsy. I was like, honey, just let me just wow. let's just talk about this here for and what's the chances of you coming and getting your first ever astrological reading and the moon is in Leo full and your moon is yeah. in Leo right now. You know? Yeah. So yeah. I've just been notice my message to people is awareness, awareness, awareness. When you take things personal, you miss things. But when you look at things yeah. And you're looking for the divine, and you are relaxed, and you are looking for um, when you know, you ain't even got to be looking. When you know that God can speak to you at any time, Big Mama Universe can reach down and put a message in your heart and speak through anybody, any source. The divine, like, it can use a whole, it can use a whole stadium of people and everybody on the television production to give you one message, or it can use one person to give you one message. So... How aware you are, your level of awareness. Be don't be don't be narrow minded, you know. And yeah. but also, and we know that people who are like hanging on all the way to the end of this call right here, they understand that. They understand. They're like, yo, we trying to get this energy breakdown. But people who don't want to, you know, who who is not for. That's okay too. Like, don't get frustrated. Mm-hmm. Like the, the the people that come to me, and who be talking about, man, we got to get everybody or yada yada yada. I can't listen to that. And and just recently, I was yeah. talking to a brother, 
And he was like, man, we just need some, you know, can I affect 100 people? You see what I'm saying? That's when you're really getting down to the nitty gritty. You know what I'm saying? Just mm-hmm. use your talents to affect the people that you can affect. Like Sister Myra never came and was like, Kaya, I got to reach, I got to reach 11,412 people. Like she never has said mm-hmm. no number. She does it because it's an assignment and it's the love. And then when I watch her mm-hmm. videos on underground radio or on her own channel or anything like that, I'm seeing tens of thousands of people that she's affecting because they're watching and listening to her voice because, you know, it ain't an accident. So tune in to zoom in. If you need to get one of the, you know, one of the illest who's ever done it to look at your stuff and, um, and open up, you know, using astrology as a tool, you know, because we're energy masters, you know, I'm an energy master just like her, you know, and astrology is one of my tools now I'm picking these yeah. ancient yeah. coins up. I got the uh, yeah. the Egyptian yeah. runes I use. I use the destiny yeah. cards. Like I'm like, if I'm gonna build a yeah. house, I can't just try to build it with one screwdriver. I want to have the tools. Mm-hmm. And we all, well, me and Sister Myra, we suggest that it's not like one particular astrologer is better than another. Or if you got one reading from somebody, it doesn't mean that that's the same thing everybody's gonna tell you. You know, somebody's like, well, I already got a reading from someone. Or you be like, I got a reading from Kyrie. I don't know read. I don't need no reading from somebody else. No, right. we, we are the we. Everybody comes from a different avenue. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've been studying. Yeah. I've been studying one chart for 14 years. That's mine. So yeah. I can't tell you everything in a two hour, two and a half hour reading about about you. You know what I mean? But I'm trying to yeah. give you more tools so you'll be able to uh, study. And show yourself approved when you leave me. I don't want to leave you without some type of tools where you can be able to go back to it yourself. But also go to another go to another reader. You know what I'm saying? And um Yeah. Yeah. Sister yeah. Myra Hug example is uh what is it? The the cable with the wires in it. What you call them? The um the microfibers or something. What you call it? fiber optics. Fiber optics. It's oh, just okay. like fiber optics. It's there's so yeah. many little there's so many little cords in the one thick yeah. cord, you know, so yeah. the, all the energy, uh, Sister Myra may be the green, I may be the blue, somebody else may be the red, yeah. somebody else may be the yellow. Yeah. It's all going the same way. And yeah. we are lane players. We lane players. We don't try to play every lane. I don't want to be every color. Yeah. I don't, don't want to yeah. be yellow and the red. And yeah. I ain't jealous of the black cord or the white cord. Yeah. I'm yeah. very, yeah. very happy about the information that I gave you because that was my assignment that day. You may come back to me next year and be like, okay, I want mm-hmm. another reading. And you be like, you didn't tell me that last year. I'd be like, I ain't see it. You know, I'm in, yeah. I'm advancing in, I'm advancing in the craft every day. I'm trying to create a hybrid system yeah. now. Like, I'm trying to make sure when you get a reading from me, you leave with the astrology, a little bit of destiny cards, mm-hmm. some new, mm-hmm. some uh, some numerology, uh, mm-hmm. and I mean, and at least the minimum of knowing planets and houses and planets and signs. Mm-hmm. Like everybody who's mm-hmm. everybody who's getting a reading from me now, you must draw a circle and draw twelve houses. Like you can't even get a reading mm-hmm. from me now without knowing where your planets. I only want you leaving, and I got that from Mama. But I'm not gonna make a whole book like her. But you should you should leave and at least be able to draw your own chart 
and say, I have Pluto in the first house, I have Venus in the tenth house, mm-hmm. I have Scorpio mm-hmm. in the third, you know, versus yeah. oh well, you know, I got I got I'm a I'm a I'm a Taurus sun, moon and Libra and Virgo rising. Like everybody knows mm-hmm. that. Like that's not this is come on, we at the golden age. Step your studies up, you know, like memorize where them planets is at. So we can really move on to the next part of the conversation or at least get it to the children. If you don't want to learn it, get it to them babies ASAP. That's what I say. Get it to them babies. Like I did I, I did a reading for a mama the other day. The baby was five years the the little boy was five years old, Sister Myra. He was in the UK. Big shouts out to that mama wow. who, who who said, yeah. I want a reading for my son because the school can't handle him and I know there's something going on and come to find out he got the same birthday as John Henry Clark. He's a king of spades. Wow. And he just moving ahead of everybody else because he's so advanced. And then when you look in his wow. face, he, he just looked like he about, I mean, he he's still a young boy, but in his face, he just looked like he about 42 already. Like he could just look at you and yeah, just wisdom. Or something. Yeah, he just got wisdom, wisdom. shining on him. And um, mm-hmm. he got some other things. He's he's a little aggressive. He got, he got a lot of Leo and Aries <laughs> tendencies. And so he spit in somebody's face the other day, right? Oh, so, my gosh. Yes, but it's because <laughs> he can't tolerate the craziness. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. one of the things I had to tell her for a remedy to that was put him in a judo class because he only he only respects real authority. So put him in a judo class mm-hmm. then. He won't be spitting yeah. nobody's face up in there. And then yeah. let him learn strategy and put him in a chess cl- and put him in a chess club. So boom, here we are two weeks later. She got him homeschooled, he got a judo class, and he's playing chess now at five years old. And he got wow. the same energy. And he got a and he's displaced on the king of spades. Now wait till he get ten years old. Wow. That little joker wow. right there is gonna be he gonna be he gonna be a handful. He gonna be a handful. So yes, so that's uh that's Sister Myra's contact information. If you wanna get in contact with me, please go to coachkastrology.info. CoachKastrology.info. Fill out the form. I get back in, t- in touch with you within 48 hours. Put your information down. What's the best day? Whether you want to Skype, uh, Google Hangout, or whatever. Um, that's it. I mean, I, I keep announcements and stuff like that. Uh, also, oh, I recently put a prayer request on my page because I'm also a prayer warrior. So if you need prayer for anything, it don't cost. It don't need no donation or nothing. You can go to my my site, CoachKaiyer.com, and just scroll down till you see the prayer request and just put your name in there. I have a book in my altar room that I write people's prayer requests down, and then I pray. So when, so when I'm praying, I pray over the book, too, and everybody that's in there. And um, I'm getting some real, real, real good uh, results. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, there's so many techniques, man, like, that, that's that's why y'all should take Sister Myra's astrology class because to graduate you have to know how to do your own ritual. So when I seen when I seen Bobby Christina the message from her and she's in Atlanta, I was like, she's in my perimeter. I can get to her. She's in my zone. I I went to I went up and bought a really nice gold frame, printed out a picture of her and her mother on glossy paper, put it in the frame. Put it in the uh in my altar room, said a prayer. Next day, TMZ come report and says she's doing substantially better. 
you know, the oxygen levels have increased by fourfold. And then I was like, bet, you know what I'm saying? Let's, let's just keep praying, you know, for that. We didn't even touch yeah, on that. This tonight. is real. And that's what we got to demonstrate. We we really do have that kind of power. And now it's time for us to demonstrate that. And, and what you did was real, you know, and that's what we got to recognize. We have the power to do those things. So I'm glad you did. Absolutely. And I, I went and commissioned my crew. Like I went on Facebook and was like, yo, let's everybody pray for this. You know what I'm saying? Let's pray for this young girl. You know what I'm saying? Like, She's alive. We know who she is. Here's a picture. Let's say the Anabacoa prayer over her or the Lord's prayer or anything that you know that will invoke some healing energy and direct it towards her. And it's working on babies. It's working on grown people. I have to give a shout out, like I said, to Sister Myra. I have to give a shout out to Mitchell Gibson, who I wouldn't be able to study with if it wasn't for Sister Myra. Point. And so you just know me and say, oh, man, I know you from hanging out with Mitchell Gibson. I wouldn't be able to study with Mitchell Gibson if it wasn't for Sister Myra Moss, point blank, period. I wouldn't have the humility. I wouldn't have the intellect. I wouldn't have the skill set to even be at another master's feet. And that's what she has is, is impressing is it always goes on. You finish, you, you complete one level to get the key to go to another level. Like, I'm at the point right now, I'm like, wait a minute. If I get a key from him, who I'm gonna meet next? You know what I'm saying? I, when I met Sister Myra, I was I was like I'm I'm straight, I'm good, I'm good. I got Sanyata, I got Sister Myra, I'm good. I done met Doctor York, I'm I'm straight. Then all of a sudden, here come Doctor Nardi, and all of a sudden, here come Doctor Gibson, and then you know I'm just like, oh Lord have mercy. Then I see Jewel Pukrama call me on the phone. I'd be like, whoa, it's real. So yeah. get your keys. Get your keys, ladies and gentlemen, but don't think that you're going to be able to, like, pull over and stop somewhere. You ain't going to be able to, like, just, uh, oh, I got all the answers. I'm done. It don't work like that. I'm going to spoil you a little surprise right now. It doesn't work like that. It's going to keep on. Look look at Sister Myra, 25 years on the cards, and what did she do? Then got rid of the mundane. That's she basically got almost a whole new system. Have you been seeing different types of readings since you've been doing just the 22? Oh, my gosh. Those readings are phenomenal. You heard um, um, uh, uh, the, the lady just called in um, and, and told about the readings she got. The readings that are coming through now are just phenomenal. I mean, they're just from another level. You know, we're just, it's, it's, just, it's just taking us to a whole other place here. It's like people are resonating with the message and they're hearing the calling and uh, and they're coming and getting their readings. It's like they're getting their marching orders on how they can step up and contribute to this larger purpose. Getting their marching orders. Man, 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 you hitting it on the head. You, you killing it right now because that's where I'm at. I got my marching <laughs> orders. Like what I've seen with this I Ching is – they basically told me to pull all my cars back in the garage and close the garage. They was like, and then, mm-hmm. but it, but it was when I pulled the cars in the garage, it was like the transformers and the lights came on and they started showing me a movie. Of, like, look, pretend you got a five car garage and all five cars, all of a sudden they headlights come on and they start showing you this real panoramic movie. 
You see what I'm saying? That's what it. That's what my life looks like right now. I'm in the garage yeah. with all these fast cars, but they're showing me this movie, and they're like, you couldn't see this movie if you was driving one car out in the open because mm-hmm. there wouldn't be no screen. But when you put all this stuff in here and turn the, turn it off mm-hmm. and close the door and let all of our light shine, so you start connecting the dots like this, mm-hmm. major, baby. Major, 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 like... I see it every day, man. It's just coming so fast. Like, like you said, this magic is this, this magic is so real. And I'm getting ready to go out yeah. to Las Vegas on that vortex. I was this be my wow. second year going out there. I was doing the magic in the uh, Luxor Hotel last year. Uh, coming right back again in February again this year. Right back at the Luxor one more time again. Like. And and if I'm saying just to find myself in these particular situations, like who would have thunk? Not thought, but who would have thunk now that a little old guy like me would be and Sister Myra was telling we can tell you in two thousand in two thousand seven, no, in two thousand eight, she was bringing food to me in prison. She was writing me letters in prison now, and now I'm at the Luxor doing rituals. What what is that? That's what I'm hard work, man. Hard work, a little bit of From the bottom to the top. From the bottom to the top, baby. From the bottom to the top. That's Cinderella. And I ain't stopped neither, because I know it ain't over. Mm -hmm. I know it ain't over. Like Mm -hmm. I'm just I just wanna say I'm 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 just all praise due to Sister Myra, man, for just blessing me with these kind of tools. You know, like my my tools are this is a dream come true. It's awesome, baby. I got so many tools now. I mean, like, from I'm talking about. I got my own rituals I don't wrote, and then I got mm-hmm. some other some other powerful ones that's been passed down to me that I ain't even got a chance to even get to them. Like, ooh, but hey, I treat them like hundred dollar bills. It's better to have them and not need them than need them and not have them. Mm-hmm. Get them tools. Get them tools. All right. Uh, any other closing words that you want to share with the people before we before I let you go tonight? Uh, just um, you know, like I said, you can put it on my tombstone. Spirit moves inside out, not outside in. So <laughs> what you send out is what you're going to draw back. So you know, if you're sending it out insecure and at ten percent, you're going to bring it back. Spirit is spiral. So wherever you're sending your energy out is how you're going to bring, what you're going to bring back. So, you know, spirit moves inside out, not outside in. So remember that, you know, and stay true to you. There it is, family. Thank you, Sister Myra. I love you. I'm going to talk to you soon. We're going to take love it out. We're too. cooling the gang up in this joint. <laughs>